Welcome to Batman News Weekly number 77, number episode 77 in year two, uh, year 2021, because year, year two is just gonna be really long. Um, but uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode. We got a little, I mean, very little bit of entertainment news this week. Uh, but one thing that is pretty interesting, and then uh, we got a whole bunch of comics this week. Uh, we had a very positive comic book week last week. So we'll see what we got this week going for you. But uh, first things we're going to talk about is Tim Drake is coming to the what the fuck do we call the the DC the D, DC Universe universe? Like, um, I, I don't know because from like, com, uh, before Crisis, it was its own universe. Um, yeah. But now it's technically I would call it the DCCW verse still because technically. They added all that into their crisis. Yeah, and, gotta, acor- and yeah. according to you know the higher ups at at WB, they want to connect everything, so it's all the multiverse. That's easy. Yeah. That's the easiest way to put it. Yeah, so that is what it is. Um, but yeah, Tim Drake is coming to Titans, and I believe the actor's name is Jay. Do you know Laguro? 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 Lacrugo? Yeah, uh, we put your names on this. Oh my podcast, gosh, right? I, I don't even know how to yeah. say that. I wish articles you could just put in how names were said. Google, why don't you do that? Invent that. Do it somehow. Like just hover over a name and it gives you an audio file for no reason. Because um, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, but yeah, so Jay, uh, the interesting thing about this that a lot of people were pointing out is he's actually the actor in the Batman. So... It would be crazy, right? They're not going to do this. But it would be an insane, like, fake out if they're like, yeah, I'm going to be in Titans so late in the game. You know what I mean? Because Titans seems like they've been talking about Titans for a really long time. And then, well, oh, Tim Drake's here. I can't remember when season two ended. Was it still back in 2019? Probably, yeah. So we didn't have anything in 2020 in regards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It has felt like forever since we got that, I mean, horrible ending. Yeah. But still, like, I still miss the fact that we had a really cool Deathstroke, Mm -hmm. a really cool Nightwing suit. Like, I kind of want to have it back. But the a part of the devil's advocate here, and I've been seeing this a lot um, on Twitter today specifically, just because we're getting a third Robin. Mm-hmm. Th- three seasons third robin yeah and a lot of people feel like oh now this is a bat family show like it's no yeah. longer teen titans it's no longer titans this is a bat family show we're getting barbara we're getting you know all of you know a, we're apparently getting joker this is a batman centered show from now on yeah. and i'm kind of disappointed by it if yeah. that is because, uh, you know, it was announced in fandom that mm-hmm. this season will be Gotham centered. Like, it, you know, it, they're not in what were they in uh, L.A., San Francisco? Yeah, something like that. Uh, th- they're going to be in Gotham and it is going to be kind of crazy. And I don't know how I feel about it. I, I guess we'll see how it goes. Um I mean, as long as the last season actually is any better than the first season or the mm-hmm. last season that we just saw, I think overall we'll be fine with it. But I don't know. I I, I like the idea of, you know, 
them bringing more characters into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how I'm going to feel when we see uh, uh, Jason die. Yeah. Like first episode mm-hmm. and then third episode, Tim Drake. I'm like, what? Like, there's yeah. no time. Like, no time has passed. And I still feel like they may be moving that story a little faster just to throw content out there. Yeah. Um, and who's going to be training this one? Batman? Isn't Batman retired? Isn't he done? I'm, like, I don't you know. know. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. I saw a meme the other day that said uh, WB has the, uh, or what did they say? They said WB casts the best Alfreds. And it showed every Alfred, and then it showed what's his name playing Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. He would have been a good Alfred. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like one thing I want before, like we jumped into that part, it would be interesting if this was a switcheroo, and he's actually not Tim Drake, and he's Tim Drake in the Batman movie. You know, that would be interesting because for those of you that don't know, because we didn't mention it. This kid is in the trailer for the Batman. After Batman beats that guy's ass, he's one of the thugs with their faces painted. Yeah, he's, he's the, the he's the one that genuinely like looks like he's about to cry in that trailer. Yeah. That's the one thing I always remember about that. He has yeah. half of his face is painted instead of the whole thing. Yeah. So that would be interesting if they're like, yeah, he's not in Titans. He's actually in the Batman. Like that would be cool because then they're like, all right, you're going to give us Tim Drake in the movie. That's a Robin. And granted, it's not story like you know it's not like comic book accurate on how he would become a robin but i mean they're not fucking doing that anymore anyways so why not make a kid on the streets become robin you know out of like a gang you know fuck it um so yeah i think that would be interesting i don't think that's what's going to happen i think he is in the titans i don't think they would let something like that leak uh from the batman movie but if they are gonna be a super mega connected universe uh, why not? You know, if everything's going to connect and everything's going to come up in Flashpoint and do this and that, like whatever. Dude, I, you are still holding on to that hope that freaking Pattinson is going to be the Batman of the DCEU. I just want a fucking Batman. Like, <laughs> it ain't going to be Ben Affleck. Like, he's over there picking up packages in his on fucking his house and everybody's taking People photos of need him to leave him alone man so like he's ordering a lot of shit from amazon he ain't working out and so. i understand that i follow a lot of people that love you know Zack snyder's justice league and mm-hmm. all of this i love it too but like there are people that are overly obsessed with that man's life they need to leave him alone it's yeah. it like and it's got like the photos that I sent you a while back. He was like, fuck it and like flipping people off. And then mm-hmm. we heard that uh, him and uh, Ana de Amris broke up. And like there was apparently pictures of him throwing away a cardboard cutout of her. <laughs> but you couldn't confirm that it was him because like he was wearing like it looked like some random construction worker. Like, yeah, the vest, the beanie, the mask. And it looked mm-hmm. like a construction worker. But people were allegedly saying that it was Ben Affleck. And I'm just like, that's wrong. And so yeah. weird. Like, just leave that man alone. Yeah. I don't know, man. I still think... Um, I don't think he's going to be in The Flash. You don't, I don't think, think so? He, no. I don't think he's in The Flash. I think that's a bullshit article that came out. Because what is he going to do? Is he just going to be in a suit? Like, 
he's too thin now. And I don't think if they start filming in a couple weeks, you cannot put on that much muscle in that amount of time. Like, I'm sorry. He is so thin. It's yeah, insane. He, he does not look 100% healthy. Now, we have both said that we hope that it is for a role and yeah. that he isn't legitimately like just like withering away because that would just be horrible. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I agree. He he doesn't look bat suit ready. Yeah. And I could see maybe they do something like the end of the actual Flashpoint book. So mm-hmm. where you don't actually see him, um, they could change it up. You know, in the end of the Flashpoint book, he was in his bat suit. He was reading the letter. Yeah. Here, he could just be Bruce Wayne. He doesn't have yeah. to be wearing the suit. And so that way he could like wear a coat or something to kind of hide how he is like built. Mm-hmm. And he reads the letter from Thomas Wayne and then boom. Yeah. Because you know? we got to remember, right? Because this goes back to the whole Ray Fisher thing and, you know, hit piece or whatever. We, I mean, we're not going to get into that again. But that was a long time ago. And at the time of that happening, Ray Fisher, or we believe Cyborg, was still a part of the film. Mm-hmm. So if they've rewritten the whole film since then, they could have easily cut out Ben Affleck. And I'm hoping they brought in Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Because I would much rather have Jeffrey Dean Morgan in that movie than Ben Affleck personally. Because I would, I think it's more comic book accurate to have Thomas Wayne Batman in oh, there. I, th- I think that would be something like, because we all know if, you, if you've been paying attention and, and just, you know, seeing the news from, you know, he actually really wants to do it. He's said it in multiple interviews. He's teased it like he wants to do it. Mm -hmm. And although I think it would be kind of weird to have Jeffrey Dean Morgan Batman alongside Mm -hmm. a Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. Like they'd be killing for days, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that in. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to sweep that aspect under the rug for Michael Keaton. Oh, I don't probably. Think they're gonna do that. Yeah, for but sure. I don't know, man. I just think it would be a, a good contrast. But then again, you can't really do that either, right? Like if you're if you're saying this is the Keaton Batman, just older, I guess unless you say like I used to do some bad I made some bad mistakes or whatever in my life, but I'm different now. If you had that Keaton talking to a murderous Bruce Wayne, but like, you can't talk about that. People are like, Are you really, bro? Really, bro? You threw somebody off a fucking building. <laughs> like, come on. Uh so like you know, that would get memed for days unless they write it a certain way, but it'll still get memed no matter what. But yeah, I just don't like, I don't know, man. Um, I, I honestly don't think Ben Affleck's going to be in that movie. I just don't because we haven't heard anything about it. We well, I think it's I think they're more prominently not saying anything right now mm-hmm. because they're still trying to figure what the fuck they're going to do with the universe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And, if anything, I think it is just like a final final scene thing yeah you know if if anything for sure yeah so that is what it is um i know you wanted to talk about the politician guy that happened a couple weeks ago i just i just thought it was funny you know i think you sent me something i it -hmm. was floating all over twitter and then it it was gotten i saw it on tiktok i might have sent it to you on tiktok yeah you sent it to me on tiktok and then i saw it in a couple of my group chats uh Mm -hmm. the third person in line to be president uh underneath uh Kamala Harris, if anything were to happen, um, mm-hmm. he has been 
in more Batman films than any actor that has played Batman. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I didn't know, like, is he like a film lover or something? Or does he just love Batman? He's a Batman fan. Like, he's a really big Batman fan, apparently. Interesting. Um, He played himself. Like, the TikTok you showed me uh, tells you everything. He's played Mm -hmm. himself, and then he's played other politicians and then made up politicians and whatnot. Uh, So I think that is hilarious and really freaking awesome that somebody that has that much and it it's because of the money that he has for sure he's like hey oh, i want to yeah, be yeah. in this batman movie here's a donation sure. to this much you know so yeah yeah hey man i'd probably do the same shit <laughs> um but uh i mean i got dogecoin right now hey mike Matt Reeves, oh, where are you at bro where are you at uh but um no like he's if you guys are curious on who he is because we don't have his name up right now but uh he's the guy that tells heath ledger like we're not scared of thugs like you yeah. he's that guy yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, of course, Heath Ledger is all like, you remind me of my father. Uh, so he's one of he's one of the guys that uh, bids on uh, Poison Ivy in Batman Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know where he's coming from. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he's a politician. Um, but yeah, so I thought that, that was interesting. Uh, the only other entertainment news we have is now. Clay had mentioned this. I haven't seen it. There is clips or teasers of Suicide Squad out there. I'm not watching anything from this movie. They already have me sold on that thing that they showed at Fandom. I don't care about anything else. Yeah, I haven't watched it either uh, because of the same reason. Mm-hmm. But I think this was an answer to Netflix's uh, sizzle reel that they came up with a couple weeks ago. Basically, Netflix was like, hey, you know, we have a new movie coming out every single week of the year 2021, yeah. uh, which is insane. Uh, yeah. Some of them, you know, low budget, some of them really, really big budget, mm-hmm. but they had a pretty cool sizzle reel. So in response to that, HBO Max and well, yeah, it's HBO Max, Warner Media, whatever, yeah. made a sizzle reel of all their big blockbusters that are coming out via theatrical and HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is new footage under that sizzle reel for the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. I saw like a GIF of uh, what's her name, uh, Harley Quinn, of course, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie, um, and it's that kind of scene you've seen it in the fandom trailer where they She's look spinning like, around and shooting the guns. No, no, no. Oh. They're they're like in snow or water or something, and they're all in mm-hmm. one line and they're walking forward. Um, and she's like eating an apple and it just looks crystal clear. So, you know, this was uploaded in like freaking 4K or something. Yeah. It looks nice. Uh, the nice. gift that I saw. So, yeah, uh, we I are getting um, closer and closer to that movie, man. Yeah, for sure. It's four, basically four months out. Um, yeah. yeah, I I just don't want to watch anything from it. Um, I've been I've been wanting to rewatch Wonder Woman because I and no matter if I like movies or not, I always watch the DC movies twice and I just haven't found the time to watch that one again. Well, you um, wouldn't be able to watch it on HBO Max. That's true. I buy them anyways, so. Yeah, um, that's, that is true. I, I always told myself that I would uh, support any DC movie, so I will probably. Uh, is it out it. to buy already? Um, I think it has another month, and then oh, okay. it will be. Yeah. It's dominating the box office, though. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, the the week, well, this week, it uh, the week before it, like, went off of HBO Max, it's, like, third in the box office. So. Yeah. I thought it won three weeks in a row. Oh, did it? Yeah. It has no competition. I I mean, for real. You know? So, like, um, although I just, 
I don't I was thinking about this. Uh it's about to be a year since I've been to the theater. No, when did Tenet come out? Tenet I was gonna was Tenet was the last thing I saw in theaters. Yeah, it was the it was the last thing we both was saw. Was that in like August? September? I think it was I September. We, okay. I think it was September. September I'm October. I thought because we were making that joke for the longest time that uh, fucking bloodshot uh, Jesus was the last Christ. thing we saw, but then I forgot we saw Tenet. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then it's been. I was gonna say it's almost been a year since I fucking saw a movie in theaters. Um, I just have no no willpower to go right now. No, but um, the crazy thing is, and a lot of people don't realize this, is everyone other mm-hmm. than WB is moving their theatrical releases. Yeah. Um. So WB will literally be the top box office from now until probably either the end of 2021 or until 2022, which is insane to think about. I'm just wondering, like, is that beneficial to them or is it hurting them? You know what I mean? I'm very curious. Well, Um, I think it's... I I don't know, because you you don't really get to see the numbers for HBO Max, but... mm -hmm we know that more people are being a little bit more uh, conscious about their subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I hear all the time. Now I, I hear like, Oh, I'll, I'll subscribe to watch this, but then I'll cancel. Yeah. More people are getting smarter about how they're spending their money, especially in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that with that in mind, I think going to spend the money to go see a movie in theaters which most freaking theaters right now are saying, hey, concessions aren't going to be open because the fear of COVID and all of this other stuff. So it's literally only the numbers from the ticket booth, the box office. Mm -hmm. So I think in that case, it kind of helps them. Mm -hmm. But we don't really know. Because just recently, they, uh, and I say they as in WB, uh, released the numbers for HBO Max and it looked like there was a gain of only uh, 17 million with a total number of 70 million subscribers to HBO Max. Hmm. But the one thing that is kind of kicking them is the fact that they're still not, you know, worldwide. Yeah. And a lot of people still don't understand that if you have AT&T service, whether it be phone, internet, cable, whatever, mm-hmm. you get HBO Max and that still counts as a subscriber. Yeah. So if you have AT&T and you don't have HBO Max, call them up and let them know so that way they can give you the login information to get it for free. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting because that's how I have it. But um, yeah, uh, but on top of that, we went off on a tangent, but uh, Peacekeeper Maker... Maker Peacemaker is uh, actually filming, so I don't know if we ever touched on that. Uh, no, I think we were talking about it being almost ready. Yeah, to film, but yeah, it is officially filming as of right now. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure Gunn will drop a little teaser here or there every once in a while, um, especially as we get closer to Suicide Squad. Uh, and then we still haven't even seen the trailer for Suicide Squad, so uh, we'll see what happens when that comes out. Um, for the most part, that's all the entertainment news. Oh, no, no, no. One thing I do want to talk about, because we talked about it last week. It has nothing to really do uh, with new entertainment news. But uh, HBO Max, because we were talking about uh, the possibility of getting the uh, Batman animated series back. 
HBO Max is about to make, or they greenlit or whatever, a Game of Thrones animation show. So if you know anything about Game of Thrones, they show titties. So I'm very curious if HBO Max is not going to have limits on their animations. <laughs> I'm I just, just saying. I'm just so I I'm just remembering your text from last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's you. So you also said, uh, as a reminder, that we will be seeing a lot more animation in the coming mm-hmm. year, and that seems to be coming true because. Although it's not Batman related and DC related, it is showing truth to that statement. Netflix just greenlit uh, a Kong, uh, King Kong and Tomb Raider anime series. Mm-hmm. Um, so animation is being pushed further and further he- uh, here. And I think pretty soon we will probably start to see more DC animation coming yeah. to HBO Max, which I'm going to be so excited about. Yeah, uh, we had those new DC shorts that just got announced. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, it, it's it's only it only makes sense to have a new animation boom. You don't need animators to go into an office or like a production studio. You can literally make your own sound booth at home with blankets and stuff if you really needed to. Of course, I'm pretty sure people would give sound actors the real equipment they need. Oh yeah, have, like, if in you know a little bit of personal stuff here, but I'm going to school at Full Sail now. And within the next five months, I'm getting a shit shit ton of equipment. And if a college can send me that equipment, I'm pretty sure a multi-billion dollar company can send their actors some equipment. So, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, But for the most part, we're going to jump over to the many, many comics we got going on this week. And we're going to talk about the good ones and the bad ones. Um, Starting off with the bad ones, Harley Quinn, uh, the... Freaking, what do we call this? Cursed Knight White thing I'm about? Uh, um, it's, it's, wait, I'm not even going to look at that. I'm trying to, it's Batman White, because every freaking book needs to have mm-hmm. the title Batman. Batman yeah. White Knight presents Harley Quinn. I believe yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this is book four. Clay didn't read it. I didn't read it either, but I skimmed through it. Um, I can tell you that I believe this was one of those things where there is a flashback. That is happening uh, because I don't know. Also, Bruce is kind of having his Rorschach moment or not, not really a Rorschach moment. It's more like that scene in uh, you ever seen the Simpsons with the Mike Tyson character where the, everybody's beating them, beating up shit. They're beating people up. He's like, Hey guys, I can't keep you down. They're like, Oh yeah. Sorry champ. Um, there's like a brawl going out in this thing. And Bruce is just having his lunch tray and he's like putting it down and nobody's fucking with Bruce. Uh, and then, Harley comes and visits Bruce for some reason. I don't know. We haven't been reading this. And then it goes to a flashback of how like she essentially before she met Joker. And obviously we know she's a stripper or go-go dancer or whatever. They're trying to make her in this thing. She's trying on different outfits. So she has like a little montage of Harley Quinn outfits that she's picking. She picks out one to go spy on Joker and he's beating the shit out of somebody. Of course, she makes some noise. And he's like, what is that? And he's like, Harley. And then he's like, what are you doing here? And he pushes her out of the way because the Batman shows up. And he tries to take out the Batman and all this jazz. And that's when he falls into the vat. So in this instance, Harley saw Batman fighting Jack and falling into the vat. Um, it was stupid. That- yeah. I just don't like... Because... 
I don't like the idea of Harley knowing Jack before he's Joker. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of defeats the whole, like, thing about her infatuation. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it's a lot more powerful that she fell in love with a madman. Opposed to, I fell in love with a man before he became a madman. That's a boring-ass story. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And at the same time, like, I don't... Joker should never be a good guy. Like, you know what? Those times that Batman and Joker team up together, I can let slide because Batman is making a calculated decision that I need to work with Joker for us both to survive. And Batman's ultimate goal is to always make sure people live and survive. Like, that is his code. Doesn't matter how fucked up you are, he thinks your life matters. And so if he's got to work with the Joker to save a whole bunch of other people because there's somebody even worse than the Joker in the world, he'll do it. And um, just seeing, like, Joker be nice or have emotions towards Harley and not beating the shit out of her or being abusive, granted, that sounds terrible, but that was their relationship. You know what I mean? That was the relationship. You were never, ever supposed to like Joker. The people that fantasize that relationship, whoa, you shouldn't. Like, you're not supposed to. And here's the thing about it. So White Knight was, up until the ending, up until that last page for you, and Mm -hmm. I feel like for a lot of other people, White Knight was lightning in a bottle. It It was something that was out of the box, and we took it as what it is, an Elseworlds story. Mm-hmm. but they've been wanting to milk the cash cow for this whole universe that, you know, freaking, uh, uh, I almost forgot his fucking name. Sean Murphy. Murphy has, has created that it's now become this thing. That's like, okay, I'm tired of hearing this. Let's move on. Like, yeah. And I am worried that for some reason they think that Jack and Joker Mm-hmm. are the selling point to this book yeah, and that they will be a part of every single one of these tie-ins that is being created for this book or for this universe. I mean, it's possible. The Batgirl one makes sense, uh, you know, Gordon yeah. involved and all that kind of jazz. I'm pretty sure, you know, there'll be some reason that Dick Grayson hates Joker. Granted, we've known nothing about fucking Dick Grayson in this universe. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just so over this book. Like after he retconned that ending, I understand things get retconned, but you usually retcon the like really fucked up stuff. A la Punisher being black in Marvel was retconned like an issue or two later because they were like, oh, we were we're we're stupid. Uh, you know, like you retcon that kind of shit. Or like hopefully somebody will retcon all of death metal in the future. Like, you know, it's just there are things that should be retconned, but that thing was like all right, I didn't like the ending, but you could have explained it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if it was going to send Batman down this really dark path and he was going to have to climb back out of, like, to find his humanity, I would have liked that story. But now you did nothing with it. And, like, and then it just went into, like, oh, now we got a crazy Batman in Asriel and he kills everybody. And it was just like, all right, bro, you jumped the shark. You fucking fonzie this shit. Um, and now, yeah, it's definitely a cash cow. Like, it's... It's like, all right, how else can we sell books? Like, Jack's dead. Harley Quinn, she's a detective now, and she fucking was in love with the Joker before. We can tell backstory. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, we've obviously fell out of love with this story a long time ago. But I would be interested to see who still likes this story, you know? Um, Yeah, I would like to see the numbers on it. And, you know, just like HBO Max, 
DC has moved to a different distributor. So it's really hard to see numbers for these books. Now, I understand some people are getting them, Mm -hmm. um, but we don't know entirely the truth to it because, of course, they want everything that has Batman in it to sell. Yeah, We know that that isn't the case for everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that Batman the Outsiders did not sell all that great. That's why it went downhill. Uh, I'm pretty sure Batman's Grave um, did not sell all that well. Um, Finished. Even amidst allegations, too. Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know. It's it like I said, it was lightning in a bottle and you shouldn't try to replicate that kind of thing. You should just ride that sale of mm-hmm. okay, we're going to put trades, we're going to do hardcover, we're going to do deluxe editions. That's how you milk that cash cow. Don't yeah. continue something to the point where you're beating it into a dead horse. Like you're beating a dead horse. That's basically what they're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I, I agree with that. Uh, and, and some of our our favorite writers have done this, unfortunately. Tom Taylor being one of the biggest ones. I think Deceased, We again, another story. We didn't like the ending, but thought it was phenomenal up until that final issue. And again, should have just let it be. I think the problem is companies are too scared to let sequels or let series breathe for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, like as much as uh we want anime like now 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 like i want the next season because it's so good you have to wait two years for the next season yeah and i was actually having this conversation with jim over on the weird science podcast of course he has a marvel show and a dc show um he shared with me the other day let me actually look at it right now the numbers for manga comics Mm -hmm. can never well sorry the numbers for American comics can never be what manga are or is mm-hmm. because he actually sent me this uh, link. It said uh, the Jujitsu Kaisen manga mm-hmm. circulation jumped by 5 million more copies. 5 million. Mm-hmm. There has not been, to my knowledge, and now I'm going to have to go back and actually look at this. There has never been a comic to sell a million copies and Jim Lee has a record does he have does he have it's eight million is it eight million that x-men comic is like eight million issues okay okay yeah so but today no today no and if y'all didn't know there is a manga and anime series called demon slayer Mm -hmm. it saved like it saved japan their economy it literally saved their economy over you know freaking last year the end of last year and i think that is insane that manga has such a fandom Mm -hmm. that they can do that but american comics cannot i would love for somebody if you're listening to this podcast if you secretly listen to our podcast to steal our ideas one give us a job to um you should have come out with a new book since you want to make everything Batman all the time. Come out with a new book that is going to have a series. It's going to be written in comics, and then you're going to make a, a show about it. And then after that show is done, the new comics will come out for the next season of that comic, and then the show will come out. So people can pick if they want to choose, just like a manga does, right? Like the manga comes out first, and then you get the, the anime. 
and you're just like, oh shit, that's awesome. And then you're like, fuck, I want to learn more. And the manga is so far ahead. You can go read if you want to. And that's what I, that's what I'm questioning. Now I, I do with a little bit more of like actual thought going into it. If you go into any manga right now, mm-hmm. if you go into Shonen Jump app and you choose any manga out there, one, the books are, they come out weekly. Yeah. The creative team is dropped down to two because there is no colorist. Mm-hmm. There may be every so often a random color page to open a chapter, but there is never a cover or a, never a color page in manga. So it's always black and white and it's always one writer. Yeah. Now there are certain mangas that are every other week. Um, recently I've been reading one called uh, Kaiju number eight. Excellent. Mm-hmm. But it comes out every other week because the writer doesn't want to get burnt out. He's already made that announcement. Mm. But you have other ones like My Hero Academia comes out every single week unless there is a holiday. And so, okay, we'll not see it for you know one week. But then they have the free realm of saying, since we push these out every week, yeah, I'm gonna, you know go all the way into a huge cliffhanger of a series or of a, of a chapter or, or a volume or whatever. Okay. Now we, we hit the cliffhanger. You're going to wait another two weeks and then it comes out that mm-hmm. third week. So I, I understand there is a huge difference between American comics and manga, mm-hmm. but I would be really interested like genuinely interested if DC were like, Hey, we're going to treat a third of our books like mm-hmm. mangas. Yeah. Just I to just see how it sells. I think, um, I think the problem is that, uh, I mean, it's, it sucks because it should be this way, but the, maybe the reason why it's not this way is because, American artists or artists and or designers or whatever, good ones are paid well. And I, I'm pretty sure some of those artists are like, no, we're fucking not. But compared to other people in the world, they're paid well. Like you, I mean, we've seen this a lot in DC and in Marvel. A lot of artists are not from America and they're getting paid USD dollars. In of course, if you go like if they're in Indonesia or the Philippines, that currency is nothing compared to the American dollar. So they're probably balling where they live. But in the USD, yeah, yeah, you'd be lucky to get by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, and I think that's probably what's happening in America is since probably a majority of the artists are from America, you have to pay them American wages. You know what I mean? So they're like, dude, we can't afford to do weekly or do this or that and pop this out and then pay an animation team or whatever. So maybe that's the thing. But I would be interested to be like, look, we're going to set aside a budget to test out this Batman run that will then be a show, and then we'll do the next run. But I'd be interested to test them out. Like, test it out with Batman. Because if it works for Batman, and people like that yeah, style. Especially, especially if they were able to pick a good enough artist that translates really well in yeah. animation. Because usually the mangakas, and that's what they're mm-hmm. called uh, over uh, overseas, they work with the animators yeah so it that's why when you look at a anime series 
it looks like it's being ripped from the page, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would be, I would be really interested to see if they would ever do that. Yeah. I mean, it's doable. I mean, we were literally reading that with uh, Adventures Continues. Like, it looked like the fucking show. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be interesting. But, yeah. Anyway, Harley Quinn fucking White Knight universe thing sucks. Um, so, uh, did you check out Batman Superman at all? I did. I did read this one. Um, the writer is one of my favorite writers right now. Um, okay. If you don't know where he is from, he wrote... Um, new Superman, which evolved into New Superman and the Justice League of China. But recently, he has been super famous for writing uh, Superman Smashes the Clan. Mm-hmm. This was not the same peak writing as Superman Smashes the Clan. And I'm kind of disappointed by it because. Yep. We are in this really confusing fucking universe of DC right now that it's connected. It's not connected. Everything matters. Nothing matters. And while you are taking the world of Batman dealing with the magistrate, you don't really know where Superman lines up with everything because we don't really have a Superman of current time. Yeah. So my brain is still trying to get used to this whole idea that these worlds are in their own bubbles. So literally a Superman Batman story should be in its own bubble, but it's playing along with how Batman is dealing with the magistrate, which is connected to every other Gotham story. Yeah. Um, this is one, obviously I've said it every podcast is one of my biggest gripes about future state is uh, my brain needs continuity. And that's why I think the this whole future infinity war state, whatever the fuck they're <laughs> calling it um, is not going to work. So uh, just because I think we are just too, as a majority of people, I think we're too ingrained in continuity. Like I was, uh, uh, we're talking about anime a lot today, but I was, I've been watching this new podcast called, it's a visual podcast. I mean, they do audio too, but it's called Trash Taste uh, Podcast. And it's three of the top like anime YouTubers that live in Japan now, because I guess they're working with an association or something like that. And they have this podcast. And they were talking about how crazy it is to get into this anime called Fate. Uh, it's like a really big anime. It's super confusing, but it started off as a visual novel. Uh, hmm. I think it might have been a hentai visual novel. Could be wrong. I got to check it out for myself. Uh, but um, apparently it's super popular. Like It's one of the biggest animes in Japan, apparently. But apparently it's confusing as fuck because they make movies for like, uh, you're playing. You're playing until dawn right now, right? I think you might play later tonight. Yeah. Um, until dawn has like a million different endings, right? Like you can pick a different way depending on what your answer is or what you choose to do. Imagine that with fate. So fate has one path, two paths, three paths, four paths. Well, they decided to make movies for all the different paths, so you confuse the hell out of people because you're like, okay, so where do I? I start on this path, but like this path, this, they, everybody says this one sucks, but this one's really good but they actually connect, but it actually starts at the same point, but they're actually different. So like, it's super confusing, but people want the story. And so now you're just like, oh yeah, it's fucking doesn't matter. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like no matter how confusing something gets, people want a fucking start point and an end point. Yeah. I just don't see how this is going to work. And so that's why, yeah, I can totally understand you saying that it's weird that Superman's doing this thing over here in this one comic, but he's chilling with the magistrate and Batman over here. 
And it's just like, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Because he makes a comment in here, which I'm assuming is a joke slash reference to that comic book cover where he's in his underwear. He's all like, I don't get to wear my cape often enough or something like that. I don't get to wear my suit often enough because he's not really wearing clothes in that other other operation. Well, so. that one, I will say that one seems to be more off in the future than this. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like like years and years and years, maybe like a few hundred years. Uh, yeah. So I'm not entirely sure that is what it is. But he does make a comment about how not in the loop he is with Batman. And I think that might be a little play on, hey, we're not in continuity. We're yeah. not like on the same world or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, he, uh, I say he, uh, Jin, uh, Jin Luang, yeah. uh, he did as good as what he was working with. So I am okay with it. Um, this is ending next issue though. And that's what I have. That is another big gripe with a lot of these books is like, I can't really get into something knowing mm -hmm. like if the ending isn't perfect to be yeah. like, I need to read the next issue, then it's not worth it. Because if you yeah. don't land the, the ending, Mm -hmm. And the next issue is the end of those that series. It may not even be worth it to read the next one. You know? Yeah, sure. Um, the one thing I don't like, and it blows my mind, and maybe it's just because we, we read so many comics and maybe it's just we're able we're able to consume more than writers are because they have to fucking write yeah. uh, and meet deadlines. But well, why is it so hard to write a good Batman Superman book? Like, I don't know. Like you would think that there, there is, well, and this may be the reason why, but there is a huge debate between the two characters and who they really are. You know, yeah. there's always a debate of like what Batman really stands for. And, you know, the whole killing rule, stupid shit. And the same mm -hmm. thing with Superman. Like, is it too hard to write a Superman story because he's too powerful? He's like, no, yeah. he's about truth and justice and he's an American alien and blah, 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 blah. Like, you have all of these ideas of who this character is, which sound good on paper, but for some odd reason, they can't translate both characters into one single comic. Yeah. Yeah, it's really odd. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's also too, like... I don't know if it's because, all right, we got Batman and then we got Superman, but we can't just have Batman villains because Superman's here and he could just punch their heads off. So we got to create these rather random characters to fight down Superman. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, they could, Batman could fight Superman's characters and vice versa. Like, yeah. And I feel like that was the best part of the animated series mm -hmm. on both ends um, because you had the crossover where, of course, Joker and Lex would, you know, fight and then you would have the freaking in the superman series at the very end in like i think season three mm -hmm. like batman was acting really weird and yeah. so like he was missing so bat like superman had to dress up as batman and he fought all the freaking villains he fought freaking bane he fought riddler like he was doing all this other stuff and it was cool because yeah. He had to like outsmart them. And I think you can still do that with these characters and not just be like, oh, well, that's kind of boring because, of course, Superman is stronger than all these people. It's like, no, he still has to think outside the box, you yeah. know? And yeah, and it just makes it's like, 
why would the villains just concentrate on Batman, right? They're like, okay, we know Batman works with Wonder Woman and works with Superman. You think they're just like, nah, those guys will never come to Gotham. Like, you know what I mean? Like Joker, we've seen Joker outsmart Lex. We've seen him like fight Superman and all that jazz. It's like, dude, these villains, they're, they're smart for a reason. Like they can think of how to fight Superman. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's also, you can always bring in the hostage situation, right? Like, oh, we took Lois. I mean, it's a fucking beating a dead horse, but still like it brings in a situation, right? Um, and it's like, you gotta, you gotta play my game, Superman, if you want to save Lois, blah, blah, blah. Or just like hostage situations in general. You know what I mean? So like, there's things you can do and you don't need to have fucking Mongol show up every time or Brainiac or Darkseid yeah. to fucking have Superman. So I don't know. That's the, one of my things here, like, they had some weird thing like that changed people into man. Yeah, there was there. This felt this very much felt like this should have been a Batman Beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just with the technology and everything else, it felt too futuristic. And yeah. this is technically supposed to be early, early Gotham, early, early future state. So kind yeah. of still in our timeline, quote unquote. So. I don't know why they went that route, mm-hmm. but it was different, I guess. And that's why they kind of did it. So, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Um, Did you read Suicide Squad? I did. Did you like it? No, <laughs> because Damn. the reason why is, and I understand people are going to be like, oh, well, you just have to get used to it because it is what it is. No, I'm not going to get used to it because this was the wrong way to tell a story they throw you in with you know literally nothing to prepare you mm-hmm. and like i had this problem with a bunch of other stories and i think i have the problem here is you have interesting concepts but you're starting the story a lot later than you need to yeah instead of backing it up and being like hey let's develop these characters from the start they're like no let's jump in the middle and hope that these people these readers like them enough to continue their story and possibly get that origin later. No. Yeah. All of future state with every single one of these titles should be some sort of origin. So that way we can latch on to the characters and want more instead of being super fucking confused about a book that now I have no interest in. And this series in particular with the characters that are being placed in this book, are going to have a series. Yeah. They've already been pushed. This new Suicide Squad is going to be pushed for March. Same thing with the crime syndicate that was teased in this book. They're also getting a series, and they didn't even do anything in here. So it's like, how did you decide which books are getting a series? Because I'm not interested in any of this. Yeah, my biggest problem with this book is... They uh, killed the only black guy? Is he black? Well, black man... Uh, Huh? Black Manta. Oh, oh, oh! I didn't even. I already skipped past that because I was bored. Um, but thing like I was like, yeah, I didn't read it. So like, I started to, and then like this, I was excited about this book because I was like, oh shit, an evil like Suicide Squad Justice League, and we obviously had like a Court of Owls Batman, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, this looks dope. Like I'm interested. So I start reading. And I'm getting to a few pages in and they blow his head off. Yeah. They blow fucking Batman's head off. So I don't even get to see this cool Court of Owls Batman. He just dies. 
Yeah. Because he saved somebody, I guess. That is why I think it is super stupid to throw you in the middle of it. And if you're going to kill somebody, why would you kill the one character that is probably your selling point? Yeah. Because don't get me wrong. There is a lot of confusion with Connor Kent being in the Suicide Squad and still, for some reason, thinking that he could be a good guy. I think that is a really stupid concept. I don't know how far he read. The Flash wants to be a good too. Yeah. Yeah. So like he, Connor is just like, Amanda Waller, please. Like I can, if you let me choose my team, like we can definitely do some good. And like, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, you're part of the suicide squad. Just because you called it the justice squad doesn't mean that it's anything more than what it used to be. Yeah. You know, you still have bombs in your head. Like, Mm -hmm. You're the Suicide Squad. I'm sorry. Could you blow up Superman from the inside? Yeah. Kryptonite yeah. bomb. That's true. So what, he has a kryptonite bomb in his head? Yeah. So uh, what? because what, this was actually implemented in a really horribly animated movie. Uh, it's a lead-coated bomb in his head, so it's not killing him at all. Mm-hmm. But when it explodes, the kryptonite shards blow up into the brain and boom, dead. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, killing Batman and Suicide Squad would have been cool. Like five issues in to this new series, I would have been like, "Oh fuck, what?" Um, but in the first issue, like, in are you trying to one up Tom Taylor? Like, yeah. calm down, that's his dick. Um, yeah, I didn't care for this. After that, I saw that page. I was like, "Really, you're gonna go this hard, this fast?" I was like, "Nah." And then yeah, I saw the Suicide Squad at the end with you know that they're going to be pushing John Cena's character so hard in the future. Like this year is probably going to be all Peacemaker. Oh, like yeah. everywhere. Um, and then there was some other Black Adam story. I didn't even fucking bother. Um, uh, it was interesting. But again, you choose the wrong story to tell. Yeah. Like you, you get the sense that like Black Adam is like, he has seen all of his people like die. He's seen all of his friends and his enemies die. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know that story, not this current one that I kind of think is pretty stupid because you're not doing anything with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. Uh, we will jump to the next comic book, which is black and white. I guess just what was your favorite story here? Um, I could not finish it. Um, really? Yeah, I and I think more so because it was the last few. I um, didn't finish the last two either. I got I stopped in the where there was like a white Batman. Yeah. Character. Yeah. yeah, I stopped there. Um I want I really want to. I want to like the um the Joker story. The one with the waterfall yeah. or the water breaking? Uh-huh. Yeah. But like the whole entire concept just felt really weird. Um yeah, when I was reading it, I was like, I feel like Joker, like Batman to, I guess, outsmart Joker or get Joker to help him would be like, if you let me die here, just know that some random paramilitary guy is the guy that killed Batman and not you. And I think Joker would be like, oh, like Joker oh, yeah. would fucking like save him. writer, I can't remember who it was that did it, uh, Gabriel Hardman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the same writer who did uh, Green Lantern Earth One. Uh, volume one and two uh 
he makes it a point to like, oh, this isn't the tropey romance of, you know, me and you. Like, I just want you to die. Like, yeah, and I'm just like, you're going too hard at it. Like, just just play it a little bit more smoothly, you know? Mm-hmm. And it did. It just felt a little weird. Um, I can't say that I entirely love Tom King's story either. Mm-hmm. Um, that one felt weird. I I do like the uh, like near the end where he's like, okay, I can't save you. And like he takes off his mask and everything else. But I'm like, you're in a burning building. Like, get the fuck out of there, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Um, then you have the silent issue with Catwoman, which, you know, was fun. A really mm-hmm. quick read. No words. But, it, yeah. you know, tell the it told a fun story. But yeah, this whole like the split Batman thing, though, though, I don't even know what that was. I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, But it ended with this. What I would assume is either Alfred or Thomas Wayne, which was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Uh, This just felt really off and really weird compared to the other White Knight stories that we read. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some really good ones in the last issue. This one was kind of just like meh. Yeah. But in the next issue, we have um, who was the name that that kind of actually got me excited. Hold on. Yeah, um, I couldn't see if that was the like the next issue or if it was just repeating the same names because it's had Tom King on it again. I no, uh, this one says John Ridley and Oliver Coppell. Um, which I'm really excited about uh, all of uh, Oliver Coppell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am also uh, excited about. Uh, oh, at the top of this page. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Seeley. Yeah. So, and just because that is a like very classic Batman. Um, yeah. Tim Seeley is the second picture you see with like all the skulls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm interested. I'm like this book is what I wanted it to be, you know, just like the other black and whites. It's an anthology. It gives people the opportunity to see if they can write a good enough Batman story. That's only worth like five to eight pages, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the, obviously the Batman Catwoman. I love the art in it. Um, I would love to see Catwoman in a white suit. I never really thought about it, but like, yeah, snowsuit, that'd be kind of cool. Um, so I was like, that's kind of cool. I just love the, this one panel where the cat disappears in the snow and it's just the ears and the eyes and the nose. I thought that was a really cool panel, uh, in that one. But yeah, uh, I, so I only really read three stories cause I didn't finish that other one. So I read the Joker one, the Tom King one, the first three stories basically. And then, yeah, I got halfway through the other one. Uh, the Joker story was interesting, but like I said, I was reading it and I was just like, I feel like Batman would have outsmarted Joker here and been like, if I die here, like. You, this isn't you you didn't do this like somebody else did and i feel like he would have used that to outsmart joker um the thing with the tom king one like it's not my favorite short tom king batman story but i did enjoy just the idea of a isolated situation with batman and him just having like him trying to do everything he could to save somebody and it just doesn't work like because i think a lot of people don't tell those stories enough in superhero stories they constantly like they save everybody or everybody dies. Like it's never just one isolated story. Yeah, and I like that. That this book or this story really reminded me of Justice League's uh, 
the animated series where he is talking to I a forgot. girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spade or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Spade from the Royal Flush Gang. Mm-hmm. And you know that she's going to die. Like, yeah. That, like, everybody loves that episode. Loves mm-hmm. it. Uh, so it did remind me of that for sure. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people forget about Batman. They forget about his humanity. And it's always like, he's going to kick your ass and he can defeat anybody with a paper clip and string. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what everybody thinks about Batman. But everybody, people that actually read Batman and understand more about the character besides his cool shit is that what makes him great is his humanity amongst gods. You know what I mean? Like Superman could have probably rebuilt this whole church, put it out and fucking saved everybody in two seconds. But Batman's like having to fucking fight to find somebody. And, um, and he even, he basically ran into this burning church because this priest thought he didn't have all the kids. He was like, all the kids aren't out. So he ran back in and Batman was like, they're fucking all out. He ran in after him. The fire collapsed the church and Batman is searching for this priest in this rubble like while it's on fire. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people just forget that. It's like a fireman running into a burning building, you know? Yeah. And um, I thought it was a, a nice little, you know, tud. I, I always have like this weird spot. I'm not a super religious person, but I love religion in stories for some reason. And just knowing that this was like a priest, like, you know, Batman's like, I can't save you right now, but just let me get out. I'll get somebody. I can stop your bleeding. He's like, no, the light's here. Like, I just don't want to be alone in the dark. Like, I think it was a, good, a touching story. Yeah. Um, so, and Tom King usually does that with his short stories. Like even with Joker, when he was waiting for the invitation, that guy was all like, uh, you know, what do you need? Blah, blah, Like me and my daughter or whatever. And it was just like some random bill. Like he, he does like these ra- random little things. Uh, same thing with the uh, white kryptonite story, right? Mm-hmm. Like Batman was just like, I don't know how long I keep doing this. Superman's like, well, if you want to be like me, like you can do this. And Batman's like, Alfred, would this change who I am, you know? And then of course we find out later that he gives it to what's her face. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, sometimes I like these one shots that aren't fucking 12 issues by Tom King um, because they're just intriguing ideas of Batman, you know, a different yeah. side. Uh, but yeah, that was good. I'm, I mean, black and white's uh, definitely a series I, I would keep reading for sure. Um, but yeah, this wasn't as strong as last week or last issue, I think uh let's see so we got all of those i think all we have left is detective harley and strange adventures i'm thinking about this now what happened in detective um other than like knowing why people think bruce wayne is dead yeah not much because bruce does bring up the question how do they know batman is dead if only bruce wayne is dead you know Mm -hmm. Uh, even with them not really broadcasting to the world that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it might play into the fact that, you know, we, I don't know if you read the short story uh, or the backup of Red Hood. I can't remember where that was. I don't know if it was in here or oh, where he's riding the fucking Akira bike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Red Hood is a part of it is in this one. Red Hood is a part of the magistrate. So maybe he told them Bruce Wayne's identity. Yeah. But is he number one or is number one somebody else? I don't think I don't think people like Red Hood and Ravager have uh, peacekeeper numbers. Mm -hmm. I think they are just um, agents for the magistrate. That's what I think. Uh, 
But, you know, again, I think the best part of this issue is Dan Mora's art, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, And I understand that Tamaki may be limited to the four issues that she's writing for the series. And I'm really hoping that when her detective run starts in March, it goes a different route and she really grasps me. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I will say there wasn't any dialogue in here that made me go like, uh, you know, Batman wouldn't say that. So that's an improvement. And I like where it's going, you know, like I'm interested, but I don't think it's the best story. Um, I like that, you know, Bruce is talking. There was this nice little comment in here about how uh, Bruce was trying to design those little bug spy things. And, you know, he was talking about it with Lucius and he was like, we were going to put these in every nook and cranny in Gotham so they could watch everybody, basically, which that's always been like a morality thing when it comes with Batman. You're like, bro, you're spying on everybody like chill. Kind of gave me uh, Dark Knight vibes or no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it was Dark Knight. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, and even he's even in this same book, Lucius is like, even if we don't make these, we're putting it in, we're bringing it into existence to be used against us. And that's what's happening here. So I thought that was interesting because it's true. Once you make something and you put it out into the world, like even if you don't use it, it doesn't mean somebody else can't. So um, I found that pretty intriguing. Uh, but yeah, the, I didn't even bother with the Red Hood thing. I was just like, why is he Why is he driving the fucking Akira, Akira bike? Like, what the fuck? Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I didn't read that. But yeah, I'm interested to see her stuff not in Future State. That's what I want to see. I want to yeah. learn about the Black Case files or whatever. So. I'm interested in that. Uh, And then I think we will talk about Strange Adventures and then we'll talk about Harley Quinn. So Strange Adventures finally got a pretty big reveal in this. What did you think about it? This, I am, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm going to be so ecstatic when this comes out completed Mm -hmm. in, in full trade because I don't think I like this book coming out once a month. And I'm definitely not going to like this book now knowing that it's going to come out, you know, every other month. Yeah. You know, so I'm a little lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gives a good enough story of like, hey, this is, you know, the whole story here. Um, I liked the way Tom King wrote the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I saw Green Arrow. I don't see much of Green Arrow these days, so I was like, "Oh man, that's so awesome!" You know, he's yeah. one of my char- he's one of my favorite characters. This, I will say, the only thing I didn't like about this issue was the fact that Mister Terrific is like still quizzing himself in the middle of fighting. Mm-hmm. I just felt that was that kind of breaks his rule about like how he treats Batman with fighting. You know. Yeah. With, Mm -hmm. oh, I wouldn't be talking while fighting. It, you know, takes energy to do all that. Mm -hmm. So when Mr. Terrific was doing all this, I felt a little annoyed. I'm just like, ah, this is kind of boring. I I think his rule technically is he doesn't like conversations or long speeches during fights. Because if you notice, Mr. Terrific is saying one word answers pretty much. Yeah. So the thing is talking. It's not fighting, which is kind of weird. It should be fighting. Um, and it's just quizzing him at that point. And then he is kind of giving these one word answers. And and then you notice too, like he doesn't say the full thing on some of them. Um, so yeah, I think that's the case, but But this, this reveal 
um, that Strange did, in fact, um, kill. He committed genocide. Like yeah. he 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 killed an entire race almost. Yeah, and to the point where we we saw it. Like he killed one of them in cold blood. His arms were harnessed and everything, and just shot him straight through the head to the point where his head exploded. Yeah, um, and I think was it technically isn't that what's her name's dad that he was yeah, talking? Yeah, Alana. Yeah, and he's like, this isn't what we're, like, this isn't what we do. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go into war. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a little confused by the end panel, though. I will say. Do you know what that is? Uh, Hold up. Oh, all the bodies? Just him laying in the bodies? I see that it's like a morgue. We see the body bags. But is Mm -hmm. this the, is, is this on earth or I think it is okay yeah because uh if i'm not mistaken gerard's does all the present day stuff mm-hmm. so that's a gerard's painting right there so um and then we see oh, the flashback these are those pikes probably because they're attacking so i'm pretty sure americans are like you know justice league are still picking up bodies like oh that's true you know um but yeah this was interesting because like you know uh, it, it I feel like with this story, it has been so long. So it's taken me a little while to kind of remember and jog my memory. But when it was getting to like, he finally came back and he's like talking to his daughter. He had that, he blew up at Alana at one point. And um, I don't know, at the end of this, like when he was starting to talk about the war and he, I was just kind of curious. I was like, when, when the, the dad was saying like, this is not what we do. I was just like, is this war like, have we been seeing it through the eyes of Adam Strange, right? Like, I, he I think, is way worse than it is. No, no, no. I think that, oh, maybe. Because I also think everybody's the hero of their own story. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's more of like a, like, heroic stance of, like, what the story really was. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is this like dramatized version mm-hmm. of what it like probably was in the eyes of like his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that real like that makes things a little bit more interesting when it comes to the real time stuff mm-hmm. where his wife is being real secretive and like very protective. And it's just like, did Strange then convince her? Like yeah. that's that's something to think about also. Yeah. I feel like the present day stuff is what relates to what's what was and what is probably still going to be currently happening in American politics with Trump yeah. and having his supporters and I think Alana has just been brainwashed by Trump much like a lot of people were. I cuz I've said Adam Strange is the Trump of this story. Mm-hmm. And everybody that supports him is his disciples. But with this genocide thing, I feel like there's kind of commentary on just America in general. Yeah. Because we as Americans, we just accept that our country has done bad shit. Like, we just accept it. Like, yeah. you know, we're kind of just like, my bad. Like, sorry. Like, you know, where is there's a reason why other countries around the world fucking hate us. You know what I mean? Boy. And like, if you just, and if you're curious, like, well, we're not that bad. Go read some fucking history books that are not your high school one. 
Like, you know, because they gloss over a lot of shit. And we've done a lot of fucked up shit in our history to be as what they say is to keep America safe and stuff like that. All right. Or I don't know. But if you really get into it, there's like reasons for money and why things are third world countries are taken over and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of crazy fucking shit out there. Um, but yeah, so I think that's kind of a, like a weird commentary on how America will do shit to, you know, end a war or make things go their way. Um, and it's like, you know, it is this bright and shining armor, you know, this blue eyed, blonde haired hero uh, that everybody will get behind. You know what I mean? It's, it's Adam Strange. He saved the world. Blah blah. Whereas in reality, he did some heinous fucking shit to make everybody safe and, you know, think he's a hero. Um, I'm just very curious. I I think this is the one book, and maybe this is why Tom King is saying, like, we need to, like, extend this or we need more time to draw this shit. This is the one Tom King book I could see him dropping a bombshell like Watchmen did with those, like, four pages of just mass murder. I oh. would not be surprised to get something like this in this book um, to really show how fucking genocidal he was would be insane like if we just got like two or three double page spreads of just bodies like mm -hmm. that would be crazy i think we will i think we will see the uh the aftermath of all of that yeah but there's still a question we are what this is issue eight i think yeah we have four the more we have, yeah, we have four more issues and we don't know anything about the dollar. This is the first time we've seen her yeah. since the first issue, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, may, she might have been in like three or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah, it's very uh, interesting because now is it going to be one of those stories of like, I did it for my daughter? You know what I mean? Like, is that going to be his justification? But or... what if what he did got her daughter killed? Probably. Um, and the thing is, is we, we see in this book that she idolizes him, like she's playing soldiers and she has one rock as just a hero and a bunch of other people. And he's like, that seems kind of unfair. And she's like, I couldn't find any more bad rocks to make it fair. <laughs> I'm just like, shit. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think this is very interesting. Um, I don't know, man. I think, I think it's been really good. Like I said, I, I'm kind of on, uh, I kind of agree with you. I would like to be able to read all of this in one sitting. Um, and I'm very curious if Tom King would ever go that route of just dropping a big book of whether that be like, if he could do that with uh, Sheriff of Babylon, mm -hmm. I don't know if Sheriff of Babylon came out like single issues or if it was just a big graphic novel. Like, I don't know how that was, but I would love to just see like read a big Tom King book just in one drop. Um, but then again, the one positive to doing these as weekly or monthly or whatever is people talk about it for a full year. Yeah. So, you know, it, it might be the positive to this instead of just dropping a big thing. I guess we'll test it out when um, Snyder fucking drops his graphic novel. See if anybody gives a fuck after oh, a yeah. year or so. So, but yeah, I mean, it's Tom King. It's Adam Strange. I'm very curious on where this is going to go. But finding out that Adam Strange has committed genocide through the pikes was pretty interesting uh i didn't know it was necessarily going to go that way i thought there was going to be some shady shit but if these guys are saying like you know adam strange like we, we came to fucking earth to kill you guys because 
your guys slaughtered us. And apparently what we find out about this is the Pikes were very honorable warriors. Like they weren't like people that took hostages and killed kids and all this shit. But because of Adam Strain's just fucking brutality, they changed the way they fight. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes and if it's going to be like a bigger battle on earth. Because at the end of this book, we hear that like, they're like everybody get to their positions. Like wave two is about to start. So like, I don't know. I wonder if there's going to be a big issue of where there's just a lot of fighting. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Uh, but the last book we got is Joker, Harley, Criminal Sanity. Um, so let me know what you thought about this book, because I have two things that I'm kind of worried about. I'm going to be pretty harsh on this book. Oh, OK. Um, which is crazy to think about considering how I felt about this book all of 2020. Yeah. I, new year, man. New mindset. <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't really? know. I didn't know if it was basically because of like how long it's been since we read the last issue or what. But when I was reading this book, I feel like it's going down the road of the one thing we didn't want. Like Harley being into him. Yes. I don't want this to become her becoming her going from Harleen Quinzel from heart to Harley Quinn. That's what I don't want. And I hate that tease at the very end of the book, the face with her face painted and I hated it. Don't do it. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. But like, I understand that she is emotionally invested in getting Joker because of uh, Edie Mm -hmm. uh, being murdered. I totally understand that. But I also feel like it may have been a little strange because we focused a little bit more on Joker. Yeah. And his whole thing changed from, oh, I'm going to do this and do this. And then all of a sudden he's using fucking tesla coils to fucking electrocute people and and yeah and broadcast it on tv like well to be to be the devil's advocate his stuff has always been kind of medieval so you could kind of argue like the tesla coils is kind of up the alley it does feel like a little stretch but you know he does deal with like a lot of random shit like he did the houdini box and stuff. it takes the whole thing with like evolving as a killer like yeah literally like if if it went from medieval to like the modern age of science, like it it just it it took it to literally here. Yeah, and I just I don't know I I don't know if I like it. So I, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, yes, I will agree that I didn't like that possible preview page of her with the blood around her mouth and the eyes and kind of looking like Harley Quinn. Wasn't a fan of that. Um, that's not a part of the story, y'all. It's just a preview page that they throw in there as extra art. Um. My first problem I had while reading this book was the Edie killing, right? If I have to go back and look at issue one, but if I remember correctly, Harley found her body and it was just her body. In this instance, Edie was killed with With two other other people. people. Yeah. And I was like, that didn't happen. And Harley has never mentioned that. And if I'm not mistaken, there's even panels of what I think is a different apartment layout 
where she walks into the apartment, maybe throws her keys down or something, and then finds Edie in the bathroom. That's what I, I thought. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the apartment's very different. Because so from what I remember is like Chinese food was involved. like Something like that. And that's why she can't eat Chinese food anymore. Like yeah. they made that like, a, she, like I think Cami Garcia made that kind of a point to mm-hmm. like show what she affiliates with Edie's death. And so I remember that. Mm-hmm. So now knowing or now seeing this, it changes the continuity of the book. Yeah. And that's always my biggest issue. And so that was something I had a problem with. I wouldn't have minded her being killed and this being tied to Harley somehow because he saw the painting or he saw the photo, right? He saw this other girl and, you know, little on the nose that she's wearing a jester outfit with some bells on in this particular little photo with Ivy, you know, or Edie. Um, But at least it's like, all right, he used what was in the apartment and he could have been like, all right, he just did the killing randomly because he was trying to get back at these people. She was just a casualty being, he says it in the book. She was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. And then it just so happens to tie to Harley because coincidentally, right? Um, But yeah, and then of course we, Harley thinks that there's this big event and she's been invited to it. I don't, I still think we have two books left. So I'm very curious why they're already promoting this in the last one, unless that final book is going to be the, all right, everything's kind of like coming coming down from the climax. But um, yeah, I don't know. So I think we're going to get the big reveal or big finale kind of thing in the next issue. But uh, yeah, apparently he might be like blowing up a stadium or something crazy is going to be happening at a large event with a lot of people. And Harley's like, I'm going to get there before he does. And um, yeah. Uh, I don't think I disliked it like you did. I just had a big problem with the continuity there. Like that was a big issue for me, but I'm really hoping Cammy does this right. Because we've already said if, if she ends up liking him at the end of this story, it's going to be a big womp womp, Mm -hmm. but I could see her making us think that's going to be it. And then she kills Joker at the end. I think I would be okay with that. Yeah. Now I also just thought like, I don't want Cammy to think that she has to make this world that she has created like the Gotham that we know. Yeah. So she doesn't have to be like, okay, well now we're going to get, you know, a little Gotham with it and like bring in a little bit more Batman and, and do all these other things in the last two issues. Yeah. Um, because we see that Joker has an entirely different look in the past. Mm-hmm. And then he remembers, you know, back when, you know, he got humiliated by his uh, guardian because it wasn't even his dad um, yeah. and then changed his look and gave himself the red smile and all of this. So he's turning into the Joker as we're reading it here in issue seven. So I I just really hope that she doesn't try to be like, oh, don't worry, guys. These are the characters, you know, and love. Because I'm already in love with the characters that she has created. Yeah. 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 If she does want to continue this universe, hopefully it does end with the Joker dying. Um, The problem is is everybody, and maybe it's the people in charge of DC, but they're like, if there's a Batman, there has to be a Joker. There doesn't. uh, Not in an Elseworlds story. And I think what you could easily do, if you want to actually just make that go along, you could have you know, her talking to Batman, maybe she's arrested because she killed the Joker or whatever. And Batman's talking to her. And, um, 
he could say like she could be like look he's dead there's not going to be another one like him and then he's like there won't be another one of him but there's plenty of psychos out there like him and then you could you know have a montage of other crazies like scarecrow or whatever if you wanted to continue this series you know what i mean and focus on other characters that are not joker you don't fucking sean murphy this and put the joker in the next 10 series of this or whatever no he's dead you leave him alone fucking harley quinn I don't, she would be in jail, but on the next series, you could have some hunt, some young hotshot detective that needs a brain, a la Harley Quinn. Uh, don't let her come out into the field, though. Just always make her be in her cell. And Hannibal Lecter that shit. But see, that's what they're doing in Future State right now. Yeah, I know. But they're fucking keep letting her go out into the field now. Yeah. So that's the thing. And they're also doing that with this other fucking Sean Murphy one. But... Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless they're just going to let her off if it's self-defense. They could always do that, and then that way you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, self-defense, you try to kill her, bada-bing, bada-boom. I mean, cops do that all the time. Uh, so, like, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I, didn't, I don't think I disliked it as much as you did. My biggest thing was just the possibility of her falling in love with him because of that tease at the end. Uh, well, it's not even, again, not in the book. It's just a piece of art. Uh, cover art page art probably but uh yeah the continuity thing was bothering me i need to go back to issue one to check but i'm yeah. pretty sure she found her and there was nobody else dead in that room in that yeah. place uh but maybe maybe we missed it maybe they just did the you know the tinian and snyder thing where they just mentioned it and we just didn't pay attention they didn't show it they just mentioned it so True. we'll see but for the most part, uh, this was definitely not as strong as last week. I feel like we haven't had a week like last week in comics in a really long time. I know. Yeah, a lot of bangers. We have, let's see here. I'm actually looking at next week's books. We have... Detective 3, right? Uh, no. So we have... Am I looking at a... I'm looking at February already. Fuck. Uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah, it would be February, technically. No, um, it would be February 2nd, though. Yeah, I was yeah, looking at 9. Oh, no. Uh, so we'll have Harley Quinn issue number two. Um, we will have the next Batman number three, uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey number four. We haven't been reading that book, uh, but we will be getting Man Bat number one. The hell? The hell's yeah. that? Is that, that a future date? No, it was announced quite a while ago, though. Oh. Um, I don't know who's writing it, though. I know a lot of people were kind of hyped over the creative team. Uh-huh. Uh, uh wiggle wiggles us wiggles we are we logos i don't know i don't know how to say that kumar and fernando jr or fajardo yeah uh romulio uh fajardo jr yeah. yeah uh looks interesting so i'm going through it but you know it is what it is uh yeah i don't know we'll see so i don't think we'll have a lot to cover in comics next week but hopefully we'll have some news uh but we'll wait and see that's kind of how this always goes we've actually been really jam-packed lately so yeah actually uh last minute news uh just saw this apparently the long halloween animated movie will be pg-13 so um yeah they're always pg-13 aren't they yeah uh but i know a lot of people were probably wanting it to be rated r just like the killing joke was so yeah um we'll see i don't know who knows? Uh, Clay, you got anything going on this week? Uh, this upcoming week, uh, you will see a new episode of the Ranger Alliance podcast. We, uh, I, I've got all four of the hosts together, 
and we talked about green with evil the introduction to the green ranger in mighty Morphin power rangers um we also have the uh, comic book reviews for there for the month of january so we are now moving the comic reviews to the next month so that way it gives people more time to read them and form an opinion and then they can listen to us about it and then of course i will always have episodes of comic book legion this podcast and of course weird science marvel podcast uh, i am in the midst of uh, creating my own etsy shop uh, so there will not be any new episodes of fanboy comics podcast plus i start school on monday so Damn. i have a lot of stuff going on right now and i felt like eh, fanboy comics can just go on the back burner for now and it will come back just don't know when so yeah, his Etsy shop does not have anime titties yet, so I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I, <laughs> I have found something that I can possibly do, um, but I need to buy more equipment to do so. So mm, nice. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, you know, all the usual suspects for me. Go check out the gaming channel or the reaction channel. Pop out a video every fucking Monday through Fridays, ladies and gentlemen. It's insane. Ten videos a week. If you guys want to go check that out, uh, play Dream Daddy simulator lately that was a weird ass game to play um trying to find the perfect daddy it ended i was pissed i was pissed with the person i picked man i I need i need to watch the ending of that because i wasn't able to finish it yeah i was pissed at what happened at the end man like oh so mad so mad i felt so i felt so low and dirty um but uh yeah so that was fun Uh, i've been playing a lot of PUBG. probably gonna play some PUBG after i get off this podcast right now and yeah, yeah, definitely go support those. You always go check out TikTok, which I've been meaning to fucking put more content out there. And pff, the live streams, come to the Twitch streams. We stream. I've been I stream five times a week this week. So I you know I just I'm just putting out content. Go check out everything, guys. There's a lot of stuff out there. But uh, that's gonna be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, uh, you know he is fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly.